You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to again say thank you to Terrell Freeman and Kwaku Tiangelo Cargile from Alpha Botillion. So if you're interested, make sure you check it out. Look on Instagram, Facebook, and sign up your high school senior and could quite possibly win $5,000 scholarship. So that's what's up. So I'm I'm excited because I I thought I'd start before, but I got a couple minutes to introduce someone whose career I've followed ever since I've been in Milwaukee, and that's been 29 years. And so to watch, to see a professional that does media, and you can tell that what they're doing is but a slice of what they have the capacity to do, and then to see her move on from TV and video film and voice work and all that stuff and just take over. I've been trying to beg her to just leave a little itty bitty bitty slice of like media something for me. She said, <laughs> you can have the truth. You can go to the truth. But that's it. Miss Joanne Williams. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? You are looking very well. Well, thank you very much. And you are just just full of life and just doing it. I'm doing my best now. And and in the five o'clock hour before we take a break, you're you you have a project. The Exchange in White America, Kakana and King 50 years later. And I think it's amazing that you're able to pull a slice of time in during the civil rights era that was pivotal at the time that now what's happened in the 50 years since. That's what we wanted to talk about. And so we're going to. So I'm going to talk to you about it. (laughs) I have to okay. talk to you about it. I heard you've been like blowing up the 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 award. Well, we've been we're on the festival circuit now and taking, we're doing pretty well. And take taking all the awards again, <laughs> not leaving anything for anybody else. Taking <laughs> all the awards. But I when when we come back, I want to really jump into um how you found your love of media, where you went to school, how you how you honed your craft and writing and the frustrations you went through. Cause I know there are a lot of younger people who are listening who are running into that wall in the media. You know, you know what I'm talking about that yes, <clears throat> wall I do. of people that don't look like us and, and can hamper your drive and your spirit. And so you've, you've arrived and you've made it multiple times. I've been at this for a long time. Yeah, Absolutely. And so in the middle of the civil rights movement, students produced the play and pushed boundaries across the divide. The Exchange in White America, Kana and King, 50 years later. It's a film by Joanne Williams, produced by Seabird Productions. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Joanne Williams, who I'd like to call Milwaukee icon. Oh, thank you. Even if you wasn't born here, we're going to claim you now. But I am. I'm a native. All right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. 
Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. If you want to holler at Miss Joanne Williams, formerly of Fox 6, now the world. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So she has taken over. She has a new documentary, uh, The Exchange in White Mm -hmm. America, Kakana and King, 50 years later. Tell me about the story. Tell me about what, what, what it's about. There was a social studies teacher at Kakana High School up in the Fox River Valley Mm -hmm. who wanted his kids to have a broader view of the world. So to do that, he was going to have them perform a play. The play he chose was In White America, which is a documentary play. It's the history of African-Americans from slavery to civil rights. Mm -hmm. But in Kakana, Wisconsin, there are no black people. So he and another teacher at Kakana worked with a teacher at Rufus King High School, Ruth Thomas, who was a black English teacher, and they came up with this exchange. And kids from Rufus King went up to Kakana, lived with families for a month, and did the play. And then kids from Kakana came down here, lived with families for a month, and did the play. And this all happened in 1966. Wow. It was 56 years ago. Wow. So I wanted to find these students and see what their experience was. Mm-hmm. And out of 13 exchange students, I found eight, and I interviewed um, five, and I interviewed the parents of two of them also about why they let their kids go in the first place. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very interesting, their memories from 50 years ago and what they experienced. And then in 2016, the play was restaged at Rufus King High School with a new generation of students and a multi-ethnic cast. And then a teacher in Kakana heard about it invited them up there. So in 2018, we took the play back up to Kakana and performed it for the high school and then for the community. And the best part of that, the night of the community performance, there were people there who had been there 50 years earlier to see the play. They wanted to see what they had been involved in. Wow. And so you found eight, you interviewed five. Yes. About 
what their experiences were the first time they met a black person? Well, yes, there were there were two black students I interviewed, two white students, well, three white students. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the white students from Kakana said when they saw black people, when other people saw black people in town, they looked at them as sort of like an oddity because they'd never seen them before right? in person. So it was a whole culture shock on both sides Yeah, for the kids who went up uh, from Milwaukee and the kids who came down from Kokona. There were some white students from Rufus King who went to Kokona too, but it was a culture shock from them, for them too, because they'd never been to this small town mm-hmm. with an all white population because yeah. they were used to a multi-ethnic school. And so you, as a woman, have matured to see things in life that other people talked about, right? But you actually lived it. You know, you were you were alive when Martin Luther King was killed. Yes. Um, I don't know if you were alive when Kennedy was killed. Yes. But I was. You know, those are experiences that today the two things we have are the riots from George Floyd. Well, no, three, COVID and 9-11. And uh, for some young people, 9-11 is not real a, to them a either. Distant it's history, history because, to them, too. Because they weren't born. No, the only thing uh, people who were in their, in their high school years now mm-hmm. and maybe a little older have lived is COVID and George Floyd. Right. They don't know about Martin Luther King. They don't know about Rufus. They don't know about... John F. Kennedy, they don't know about Bobby Kennedy, they don't know about 9-11. It's all ancient history to them. And so, through that arc, what I like to call the arc of maturity, where you reach that age of 35 or 40, when you start to really realize the impact race can have in your life, when did that become real for you? Oh, that's a good question. I, it was always real to me. Because my parents taught me a lot of things that I never learned in school mm-hmm. about black history and about America. So when people started learning things, I already knew it. And when I started working in media, I took that knowledge with me. Because people would want to do stories about one thing, and I'd say, well, it wasn't really like that. Look up some more information before you write this story. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm very grateful to my parents for. So where did you get your journalism training from? On the job. Really? (laughs) Yes. I graduated from Northwestern University with a degree in radio, television, and film production. Mm. I was supposed to be a producer. Sounds like... Medill to me? No, I wasn't in Medill. You weren't in Medill? I was not in the school You were in the communication side. I was in the TV film side. Which probably made you better. I was on the TV film side. Well, yeah. (laughs) uh, At Illinois State. Well, see, I was supposed to be a movie producer. Wow. And so finally I'm using my uh, degree. (laughs) Took a while. It took a while, but uh, I used a lot of it when I was in news, but now I'm I'm producer as I was supposed to be coming out of college. But now it's a different kind of producer. Oh, yes. You would have been a producer, but you would not have been the producer you are today. No. The the history, the heartache, the trauma, the great times, the awards, all those things, too, all play a part in how how you created the lens 
for Kakana M. King. And so how did you remove yourself from that? How, how did you step out of that and let things just kind of naturally occur? Well, that's the uh, beauty of having worked in, in television news. I could step away from the story and see it, uh, see the whole story. Even, even when it affects you emotionally? Oh, it did affect me emotionally and still does. But I knew that it was the story doing that. It wasn't me. It was the story. And when I talk about the story itself, I can talk about it very unemotionally. But when I talk about what I did to get this story on the screen, mm-hmm. then it gets emotional. Because, indeed, this was my labor of love. This is my passion project. I knew about this story for 50 years because I was at Rufus King when it happened. I was not one of the exchange students, but I knew them. And in doing the research for this film, I discovered that I was more involved than I had, than I had remembered. And that was interesting, too. Very much so. Yes. When we come back, I want to I wanna talk about the catharsis this producing this video had for you, the, the connecting the king, connecting the kakana, the connecting the play then and the play now. We're talking to Joanne Williams' producer of 50 Years Later, Kakana and King, The Exchange in White America. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. 